Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Today's first reading comes from Touchstones. Be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves. Patience with ourselves may be the first step toward patience with others. In getting to know ourselves, we don't find what we have expected. If we did, we would only be proving what we already knew. Sometimes growth comes in surprising ways. It may be an acceptance in learning to love what is unsettled or unclear within. Some of us men want to rush through our learning and push our growth too fast. Others of us want to have a strong sense of confidence in our relationships with others, but always feel vulnerable. Some wonder why their fears suddenly rise without warning. Another longs to know why certain things happened to him in his youth. Our growth is not our invention. When answers come, they are gifts, and we do not control them. In part, self-acceptance is to say, yes, I am a person with this question, this unsettled feeling. Being alive is to be actively engaged in knowing and loving my questions, even when I find no answer. God, grant me the peace that comes with loving the unfinished part of me. Um, what I really like is, the part where it says, yes, I am the person with this question and this unsettled feeling. Being alive is to be actively engaged in knowing and loving my questions, even when I find no answer. And I think there's areas of progress. I think Tony Robbins says progress motivates a lot of us. Um, you know, I know some of the things that you'll hear in the rooms is progress, not perfection. Um, you know, and I think sometimes... The answer is just to pray and listen. You know, um, areas in life, you know, I, I suddenly think that relationships are very important for me. And, uh, you know, they feel like they've been stagnant. And it's kind of like, I'm not sure what question to answer. And I think here it's just like, that's just self-acceptance. You are, Wherever you are, there you are. And that's it. And that's the first part of it. And it's not the impatience and the neuroticism. It's just, this is where I'm at, and I'm going to enjoy the journey. The next reading comes from the language of letting go. Taking care of ourselves emotionally. What does it mean to take care of myself emotionally? I recognize when I'm feeling angry, and I accept that feeling without shame or blame. I recognize when I'm feeling hurt, and accept those feelings without attempting to punish the source of my pain. I recognize and feel fear when the emotion presents itself. I allow myself to feel happiness, joy, and love when those emotions are available. Taking care of myself means I've made a decision that it's okay to feel. Taking care of my emotions means I allow myself to stay with the feeling until it's time to release it and go on to the next one. I recognize that sometimes my feelings can help me point toward reality, but sometimes my feelings are deceptive. They are important, but I do not have to let them control me. I can feel and think too. I talk to people about my feelings when that's appropriate and safe. I reach out for help or guidance if I get stuck in a particular emotion. I'm open to the lessons my emotions may be trying to teach me. After I feel, accept, and release the feeling, 
I ask myself, what it is I want or need to do to take care of myself? Taking care of myself emotionally means I value, treasure, explore, and cherish the emotional part of myself. Today, I will take care of myself emotionally. I will be open to and accepting of the emotional part of myself and other people. I will strive for balance by combining emotions with reason, but I will not allow intellect to push the emotional part of myself away. Uh, this part is really good, uh, especially the part about intellectualizing feelings away. Feelings are to be accepted and to be dealt with. And there doesn't mean that you always need to be controlled or act on it, but they are something to be acknowledged. And I really appreciate Melody Beatty for pointing that out. The final reading comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, Hearing a Fifth Step. In Step 5, the ACA member trusts another to hear his or her life story without judgment. For many, this is the first time the adult child has told the most intimate details of his or her life to another. Trust of another person is one of the spiritual principles of step five. The first time we did our fifth step with someone else, we may have been really nervous. Then we felt affirmed as the other person didn't run away or shame us for what we shared. We had broken the silence, and it was a huge relief as we unpacked years of baggage. In a haze, we stumbled in the dark with the loving presence of a fellow traveler by our side. We released our past. We walked away better, lighter, and with a sense of completeness we may have never experienced before. Hearing someone else's fifth step can be such a privilege. When we are asked to do so, we remember our own vulnerability when we shared our lives in this manner. Recalling our own experience helps us honor the other person and treat them with the respect we were given. To help each other on such an important journey truly benefits both individuals. On this day, I will look forward to the time when I'm ready to do my fifth step so that I can experience the freedom on the other side. When I'm then asked to hear another fifth step, I will honor that request as the wonderful gift that it is. Step four and five have been, in my adult life, one of the greatest gifts that I have given to myself and continue to give myself. You know, they say you're only as sick as your secrets. And, you know, one thing I found also is um, sponsor says, you know, ink it, think it, say it out loud. And man, that saying out loud not only releases shame, but it releases emotion and surprising emotions, um, what some of those answers do. And, you know, I think that, you know, Brene Brown talks about, and she's, um, I think she's recovering alcoholic as well. Um, you know, she, the only way to beat shame is to talk about it. And the only place that I found to, to talk about it for consistently long periods of time is the 12-step rooms. And that alone will keep, will keep me coming back. And that concludes the readings for this episode. Until next time, this is Kowan Saluja from Costa Rica reminding myself to pause because that's where God is, to love myself and to feel my feelings.